The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the people involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of any employer, institution, or agency. Yo. Welcome to another episode of Sibling Sauce. I want to thank everybody for tuning in again. We back for episode. Is it six or seven? This is episode That's seven. A good right? question. I think this is six. Oh wait, no, is I it? I think it's seven. I think we're up to episode seven. Seven. You're right. Look at that. We are making progress here. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to follow us, rate and review us on iTunes, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify. Spotify, everything you could think of. We, we should are, get on title. That's the one we don't have yet. Isn't that Apple? No. <laughs> It's title. Apple Music is Apple Music, but Apple Podcasts. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Please be sure to tag us when you're hanging out with your siblings. Hashtag sibling saucing. And how are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. I had a good week. Um, You know, I hung out a little bit last night, so I'm a little sluggish tonight. I did too. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to my boy's spot. Um, I was just having some drinks over there, playing some cards, just chilling. I worked, so when I got off, I went over there. And, what did y'all uh, play? Playing a little spade. I didn't play anything spades. really, but they were playing spades, and uh, I was trying to get some dominoes going. But you know, nobody wanted to. Uh, nobody wanted to play dominoes with me. Dominoes is not fun with you. That's probably why. Well, I mean, if you Who guys the hell wants to count to all these doggone dots and well, I mean, play, you play the game. memory that is, that of what's how, been that's played? How you, that's how you play the game. There's no just matching up numbers. It's you count. And that you is exactly f- what I do. Yeah, that's why you don't want to play with me because you <laughs> are terrible. <laughs> you have to. There's strategy. Dominoes there's not our totally thing. strategy it. behind dominoes, and if you don't know it, you probably hate it. But it's not really that much counting. And I then, liked it when I thought I was matching up numbers. I was fine with that. Well, you do know there's a certain amount of numbers and. You yeah, yeah, yeah. we've gone through this. Uh, yeah. Clearly, I'm not. Right. So, gonna get it. I don't. You have advanced. You have advanced degrees. <laughs> it's so like that's not fun out. to like look at it and be like, okay, well the, the well, six the nine fun. is played, the five nine is played, the four well, nine is played. Nine, you no, have a two no nine, nine and he no, has a three no nine. nine at all. Whatever. If no, there's there's the fun, a nine. Remember, like some of those dominoes go up high. That's a Mexican train domino. Those are high number dominoes. Dominoes go up to double six. Double six is the highest you're gonna get. But right. if you don't like winning, then I guess it wouldn't be fun to you. So, wow. Yeah, so y'all played cards, you drank, now you now you hurting. I'm not hurting, but I do feel my 34 years in existence yeah, telling a, me to slow down. A I went to a wine-heavy party yesterday, and then I went out and drank more tequila. I got in the house. I knew I had to wake up early for church this morning. I got in the house and did my holy trinity. Knock on, knock on wood not to be sacrilegious, but Alka-Seltzer, no pun intended. Tylenol PM. And a glass of water, that's the that is the holy trinity in terms of trying not to wake up feeling like, you know. Well, you, hell. know my, you know what my holy trinity is? Huh. If I'm going out drinking. Oh, a Gatorade. Add a Gatorade to yeah. that, and that's you really see, you're missing the right the Gatorade. thing. You gotta have the Gatorade. I need fried chicken before yeah, I, I go to bed. Yeah, about the greasy food. I can either do something greasy or a cup of noodles. Well, a cup of noodles is good too, but I, I um, I, I maybe it's the sodium. Maybe it's the salt that just soaks up Helps all that water. Yeah. The the property of salt it helps you doesn't salt retain, retain water, water. So, so isn't that a good the, thing? That's why you're drinking the Gatorade and you're doing things to to well make the Gatorade yourself. is to replace the replenish the electrolytes that you lose or not lose but that you need when you drink I guess but 
I don't know what the salt necessarily does. I think it probably serves the same properties, like hydrates you or helps your body retain the moisture. I don't know. I think let's let's uh, let's, okay, let's talk my, more science that when, we don't know. When I when I drink and I'm going out heavy that night, I know I need a three piece from Popeyes. If all else fails, a crown oh. fry three piece. You um, need to put some hot honey in your glove compartment for these nights. You're right. That that hot Y'all, honey is good. I am tell, tell obsessed. Them, tell them tell them about this hot honey. I no, wait, am I didn't finish the three piece. The, my my Trinity. It's the hot. It's the Popeyes, the Gatorade, and some Nyquil. And if you finish, you do wait, all three. Wait, wait, of those. wait, wait, wait. Chicken, Gatorade, and Nyquil. Yeah, Nyquil. Okay, that's not too far off from my Tylenol. Well, the Nyquil yeah. helps you yeah. sleep. It you have to you get out. a good night's sleep. Yeah, it puts you out. If you're up and tossing, every little stomach jump gets you up. You're not gonna wake up well. Yeah, you, you put in that Nyquil. It puts you, knocks you out. And it relieves any headache you might have. Oh, it, and it, you have to take a shower and brush your teeth if you oh, can. Oh, that's right, dude. You really got to shower, shower and brush your teeth. A hot shower is key because, first of all, a hot shower will sober you up real quick yeah. because you open up them pores and they let a lot yeah. of them impurities out. So you definitely got to shower. And you got to brush your teeth because, like... That taste of handy Yeah, your like <laughs> having that in your mouth when you wake up will re-sicken you. <laughs> but who like, doesn't brush the their, worst who thing doesn't ever? brush their teeth before they go to bed? Savages. Yeah, Uncivilized. They don't listen people to people with show. no home training. Yeah, we don't have those kind of listeners. So just disregard <laughs> you non-teeth brushers. So I did a career day this week mm-hmm. at a high school. I went to uh, A. Philip Randolph High School in Harlem. Mm. It was a cool uh, career day. I got a really funny question though. So I was explaining my, the trajectory of my career that I initially wanted to be a dentist, but I decided I didn't want to do that for a number of reasons and became a sociologist. So I was saying, like, you know, I made the right decision. You have to do what you really enjoy rather than what makes a lot of money. And da, 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 I'm thinking I'm giving, like, a, a nice, motivating little talk. This guy says, this young kid says, why did you flop on being a dentist? Now, wow. you're, now aren't you broke? Checked you. I was like, oh. This little Negro right here. He said, aren't you broke now? I said, I looked at my clothes first. That sounds crazy. But I looked at myself like, what gives this? Like, what, do I look broke? Like, I was so like, well, I was this, almost this. offended. But then I realized I'm a good 13 years older than him and he can't offend me. But I was just like. These kids know how to grind you. They know how to push your buttons. Yeah, but I'd be, stupid to, I'd be stupid to let them. But my point was like. What 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 am I am I giving off broke vibes? Well, this goes back to the conversation we had earlier about societal standards and what kids think is a good job, what parents think is a good job. Because he said, yeah. now that you're not a dentist, you must be broke. Because he because but it's it's also born of his own ignorance. Because whenever you tell most people you're a sociologist, and that's not even ignorance. Actually, I take that back. What does a sociologist do? That's not a clear answer. Listen, I have, you're my sister. I still don't know what you do. Right. So <laughs> it's not necessarily me, like, what is his do? problem that uh, he thinks I'm broke. I don't know what she does. She probably reads books. My career books. title, my, my, my training doesn't really indicate a profession. If you're a dentist, people know you work with teeth. If you're a sociologist, you could be doing anything. Working with sociopaths. Right. Like <laughs> you, People don't know. And most people say, like, oh, you're going to talk to me when I have problems? Nope. That's a psychologist or a therapist. And yeah, then people, you're gonna have to explain to the people what you do, uh, or at some point, maybe not this one episode, day. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary today, but it's, it's it's the most fun I have in the week is doing work. Well, I went to a not a high school career day, but I went to a mentorship uh, 
event yesterday. That's what's up, giving back this week, Brad well, No, it wasn't really necessarily giving back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. It had the potential to do that, but it was more of a look forward kind of thing for me to look for a mentor. But I kind of uh, didn't get anything. Yeah, I, I kind of didn't get anything out of it because um, I got something out of it, and I, and I realized that I need to go back to school. And I want to take advantage and get a PhD, not PhD, but a master's in something, especially since my job is going to pay for it. But, you know, you get, it, it, useful. It, it puts you in the company and in the room with people who have made it and who, where you want to be at some point. So you get to talk to them, pick their brain and see what's going on and what, what they think and how they think. And possibly when you're there one day, it gives you a little guidance. What? Well, who are these people? Are they like more senior? Yeah, senior guys, high-ranking high officials. Um, you know, commanders, stuff like that. Were just they people. black or was everybody? Oh black? yeah, everybody was black. So it was a black event nice. by a, a black organization. That's what's up. So, you know, it was it was good. It was good. I had a good time. I'm glad I went. I really didn't want to go because my Saturday morning, you uh, know, I'm usually home making pancakes and stuff for the kids. Yeah, yeah. And I had to work, so I was out the house all day. So it was a yeah. uh, it was a long day, but it was okay. I, I'm glad I went. It was it was it was fulfilling. Let me realize that I want to go back to school and get my master's. So, nice. for those of you who know me, just make sure I keep pushing me because I gotta actually get on it. I've been saying it for a while, but I have to get on it and uh, and have to do it. So, what are you gonna get it in? Well, um, it's either gonna be in like criminal justice, homeland security, public administration, uh, public policy planning, or something like that. Um, something related. Public policy and planning. Something related to my field, and something when I retire, I could probably. You know, used to go teach somewhere and, you know, make a little extra coin after I retire if I need it. I probably won't need it, but something to keep me busy. What about, like, being a consultant? Oh, I don't know. It might be, like, an infomont. For, like, but, movies and stuff? Or anyone who needs to, like, be accurate about cops. I could see researchers needing, like, an inside person to verify facts. I mean, I could go and be on the news and be, like, an expert person yeah, on the news. Yeah, like, what about stuff like that? Also. I mean, I mean, anything, I think anything the credentials is possible. I think those come things, first. Yeah, I think those things come with who you know. Like, you meet the right person and they, you know. But you should do so. You should go to somewhere really um, elite to get your master's. Like, even if it's distance learning, which is harder, like online, if you could get into, like, a Harvard program. Well, they have a Harvard program. Like yeah, you should do something really elite because it'll bring you a nicer, not a nicer, I shouldn't say that, but comparatively looks better at the bottom of the screen when you're scrolling across looks better at the bottom of the screen when you're in the news not even that like the networks that you'll have you know it'll open doors and you might be in circles with people on CNN or like I think you'll get a better network out of it because that stuff they're not going to teach you nothing you probably don't know like I don't think they're teaching you much new about police work or you know I I don't know that the advanced degrees because I've done it it's not, it's not necessarily what it is, it's where it's yeah. from. Yeah. I'm lucky to have a great job. Not that's not that my alma mater is bad, but it doesn't necessarily ring bells either. Where did you go? Temple. What the hell? How do you not know that? <laughs> I know you went to a bunch of colleges. <laughs> I mean, you didn't go to Hampton, so well, why do you uh, think I moved to Philly for three years, bro? I thought you liked cheese sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but the, it's not a bad school. It's not like like University of Phoenix or something, but it doesn't open the same doors as an NYU or any of those schools. Like, just totally different experiences. So, 
that's all, that's my two cents. I would encourage you to go I, somewhere I, elite. Yeah, we have all those programs. I just have to apply. Um, like I said, write a good write a good. Uh, personal, I'll help you. I say, yeah, I'm gonna need help because that'd uh, be fun. You know, I don't know how to talk about myself. So we'll see. Did you ever figure out what you was giving up? I know I gave up. I gave up carbs. I, I know I said I was giving up liquor. But as I sit here and drink, I realized that liquor was probably not gonna be successful. I'm sorry, Jesus, that I couldn't give up a little some, something a little harder. But I did give up carbs, and I haven't had carbs since, other than the alcohol. But I know I sound so hypocritical already. But yeah, I haven't had any bread. I haven't had any rice. And if you know me, I I love rice. No pasta. I made some mashed potatoes this week. No that mashed were potatoes. Wonderful. Nothing. I've been eating a lot of spinach, a lot of vegetables. Okay. So. Vegetables. Trying, trying to get him to shed some So I gave up. I'm actually in a giving up mood. I gave up pork and candy. Mm. But I am also, I want to do a gratitude fast. In church today, they were talking about being grateful for what you have and grateful for everything that's good in your life. And like giving up. You know how like back in the day they would like slaughter a goat out of like gratitude? They were talking a gift about for the gods. Yeah, something like that. Basically, things but what are, are you, going. What are you doing? A gratitude. What is a gratitude fast? Giving up something. So I'm trying to decide. It's either candy. I mean, not candy. It's either cursing or you something you else. Like that, though. I feel like I do. That's why I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I'm gonna do it, but I'm still thinking about what I can give up that is extra to show gratitude for the good things that I have going on. Do you remember when you were like a teenager? Me personally? Not you personally, but in general. I, or I was a teenager or whatever. And I remember when cursing was like a thing you were like, I hope I don't curse around my parents. Or I hope I don't you curse hope? in the wrong <laughs> sentence. Like you had to like consciously try not to curse. Nah. But now. I don't think I ever mistakenly cursed. Or thought I was going to mistakenly curse. I thought I was going to mistakenly curse. But now at this point, I think I consciously curse. I'm a conscious I've cursor. always consciously cursed. That's what I'm saying. I would have never slipped up on it. Maybe I was always a conscious cursor, but now I don't have to curse. Yeah. When I curse, I, I purposely insert a curse when I want to. But that's what makes it a lack of creativity. Like, you know how they say if you have a bad vocabulary, if you curse all the time? Yeah. Because, like, the same, if, if you're just thinking about it, to think of, like, what do I want to say right here to, to emphasize my point, but the curse is all you can come up with, maybe that is a lack of creativity or a good vocabulary. But what about people who just curse every other word out of their mouth as a curse? They're extra non-creative. But sometimes it drives a point home. It does, and I think a well-placed curse is really, really good punctuation. But for the next three weeks, I might stop it. I'm trying to because I like a, I like a curse. That's why I was something. I, that's why it would be something I give up. I like cursing. We curse at work. Yeah, we cur- I, like I, I, curse, I curse. I mean, and you know, my confession: everybody curses. So I'm trying I like to think, cursing. I, yeah, I think like if it, it does indicate a, a certain level of uh, like uh, affirmation, like if you if you say something like, "Man, this guy's a real scumbag," <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, I guess he's a scumbag." Mm-hmm. But he's like, "This motherfucker is a shithead." You yeah, know what I mean? like it's this like, guy is a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Like yeah. that means he's a bigger scumbag. Nah, if like, this guy's a scumbag and this guy's a fucking scumbag, like a, I, I feel worse yeah. about the other guy. It's like writing in capitalized. Text. Yeah, it's, it's like punctuation. Writing in caps exactly. In a text message. Yeah, I'm with it, but I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. But I am going to do some type of a fast. I can't think of anything else. I don't know if cursing is that big of a fast for you. Though. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, we'll figure that out later. What's popping? Next segment. Well, we put 
You put Jesse to bed. But every time we put these things to bed, they come back they with come 16 back felonies. With 16 felonies, and it makes you have you to think talk it's about too much. Him. Hell no, I don't think it's too much. All right. All right, throw the book at him. But that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't even want to yeah, talk about Yeah, we don't have to go down that I don't want to talk about him no more. But 16 felonies for him lying and making up this stuff, good. Rest in, rest in jail is what I would say. I'm, I'm with your boy, you. Your boy Kells. Oh, man. How, I, did you see the interview with him and Gail King? I did. I, I saw Do you realize that, that he, over said, the news. he said, they think I have a harem, all of this stuff. I said, okay, harem, fancy words, R. Kelly. Then he said... But I don't know what a cult is. I, I don't know what that word means. How? What kind of? What kind your of boy, unintelligent your are boy, you? Your boy is just crazy. He has no type of. <laughs> I'm fighting for my kids. Yeah. Uh, when I watched it, I know Gail was like, uh, "Cut, edit, edit." I don't know. Shout what's out going. to Lala Scissor. Is her name Lala Scissor Hands? Did you see the girl who did the reenactment of it on Instagram? A skinny girl. She no. did a very, very good reenactment. Well, the SNL one was pretty funny. That was also very good. <laughs> Your boy Kel, Keenan is Kel. I think that's Keenan. Keenan. Ke- I'm about to say Keenan Ivory Keenan Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> that was funny. The part with the cameras. <laughs> call me victim. Yeah, call <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> no, Rob, no. He's like, where's the cameras? He's like, right there behind you. He's like, oh, you guys got the cameras in the open? You got some freaks, <laughs> What kind of freaky? <laughs> What is no, wrong? I was crying with that one. But you know what? <laughs> I I'm I, I don't know. I don't understand. I'm all for making uh, people pay. I'm all for you serving the punishment or you accepting the punishment for the crimes you commit. Like but, I said, Bill Cosby, whatever. But R. Kelly R. really Kelly, makes me think he's, there's something wrong with him. Well, of course there's like something wrong. Like he's giving me Ted Bundy vibes at this point. Like just totally like split personality. Like, I don't think he laughed. I think when he said, I am the king of my house, I am the person that I rule my house, and da 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 da. And I'm like, you're talking about the crimes that you commit in such a justified way that it makes me think you believe it's right. Well, uh, he, he probably doesn't think they're crimes. And again, again, R. Kelly is also a victim. He was subject, and how far do you take that? When he was a kid, he had his two people, you know, people in his family that sexually molested him. Also, I feel so like he's a product with his mother. The way he it talks about been. her, it, it could have like been. It could have been. His, I don't remember who they said it was. That that was his uh, sister. His sister. So you know, when stuff like that happens, like like a, an abusive spouse. I mean, if he saw his mommy, his dad beat up his his mom. He's more. He the percentage of him beating up his wife is a is, is higher. So I get it. I just I really uh, not to take that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From not to say he's not wrong for what he did, but you gotta you know I, I'm not laughing at R. Kelly because he could definitely be suffering from something no, and not know any better. So that's what I'm saying. Like the, some I'm not of the one stuff to laugh says, at his downfall. But some of the stuff I agree with you. He has some to. Of the he stuff has to. He says is, be held accountable. Uh, also, is really telling. Some of the stuff he says really makes me sit back on my heels a little bit. Like, nah, you're just not well. Like, the stuff you're saying is not well. His emotion, his level of getting upset and stuff, he's not well. So, I mean, that being said, I don't know if he needs to be institutionalized. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people that are well, not well, which is a good segue into that cop story I wanted to talk to you about. Like, which one? Oh, the, the one guys who, who shot the guy. Yeah, in the like hole? I don't know whether he needs to be institutionalized or whatever. Like, what do we do with people who are both 
harm to society, but appear to be functioning. What do you mean? What do we do? I think the well, question is what the, I, I think the question really is what do the parents do? What do the guardians of these people but do? Just to They're not R. society. Kelly for they shouldn't be second. society's problem. But R. Kelly's a grown man, and now he is. Do you institutionalize none, none someone this, like him? None do you of this jail would have them? Happened if the parents were on their job. But it did, and it's always going to. So what do we do Again. when they're adults in that position? No. I, I, what I'm saying is, at the at the end of the day, it's always the parents' fault. Okay, but we're back. We're past fault now. Are we not going back to find dig up R. Kelly's mother to place blame on her? What no, do not, you do not, with not, somebody not even R. now? Kelly's money. Mother, the victims, these children. Oh, I see these what you're children. saying. I see what your you're saying. Your parents. Yes, yes, yes. Why yes, are these yes. parents letting these how kids? How does he even have access yeah, to like, how like do you have But you know what? You know what's interesting? You see that McDonald's in uh, Chicago that he's notorious for going to, where he used to go pick up girls, right? I heard about that, but in I, didn't, Kenwood. I, didn't, nah, I don't so, even know about it. Though. So there's a McDonald's in the documentary that he goes to pick up girls from, and he goes to that McDonald's as soon as he's released last week or whenever that was. My friend who is from Chicago was telling me that McDonald's is notorious. Like, notorious your parents, for what, though? I'm about to tell you. Your parents don't love you if they let you go to that McDonald's. There's shootouts there, all types of foolishness. It's like kind of like those places on Jamaica Avenue growing up where you're like, nah, you don't need to be over there. It's always constant so, drama. So, let me, let blah, me blah, understand blah. this straight. There's a but, McDonald's that is always, is, is, is in a bad part of town and shit always happens in that McDonald's. Like shootings, fights, I guess girls getting picked up by older women, that kind of, by older yeah. men. So, it put it into perspective. He, the girls that he's picking up from there, he's looking for people who don't have strong connections or don't have a watchful parent, to your point. Exactly. Like, the fact that he's going there to pick up people, because the people that are hanging out there, particularly the girls, are very vulnerable. They're most likely to come from a very vulnerable, un unwatched kind of, you know, like, nobody looking out for you kind of situation, because why are you hanging out in this McDonald's that's known to be so dangerous, you know? Well, well again, and that's the, the thing. No, I'm with you, I'm with you. need to mind the children. You shouldn't, like, there's no way, again, I got three girls. There's no way I'm speaking what I, what I prescribe to, you know, what I foresee. But I don't think there's any going to be any way where my, I don't know where my daughter's at. Or my right. wife doesn't know where my daughter's at. Somebody has to know where she's at. Whether she's lying to me or telling me she's somewhere else, right. that's a different story. But there's not going to be hours going by. There's not going to be like she's at some dude's house. And I don't care if you're a singer or a celebrity Oh, well, whoever you are, there's no way. But, tech, but, but those to you out there, both, but those of you out there listening, Alex's kids are young. Tweet us. Oh, tweet. We don't have Twitter. Write us on Instagram. Like, reach out to us. I'm curious to know, those of you who have older kids, I wonder if it's that easy. Because truth be told, when I was 14, 15, 16, it was most certainly possible for well, me to no, be no, no. doing I, those I, types I'm of not things. saying it's not possible. My boy has a son. He's like 13 or oh, probably 15, 14 now. And... He told me he caught him somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Uh, you know, he told him don't go somewhere. And he ended up going there and he walked up on him. And when he saw him, he was like, "Whoa, I know I'm in trouble now because I ain't supposed to be here." Yeah. So, but again, that's parenting. He knew something was up. He went. and He said, "Where you at?" Oh, I'm here. Didn't I tell you not to go there? What are you doing there? Like yeah, yeah, this yeah. constant supervision. The awareness. The- but I'm saying, I could have. I feel like in those situations that those girls are in. Wouldn't have been hours, obviously not overnight or something, but could I have, if I, if I wanted to really put my mind to it, could I have figured out how to spend three or four hours with R. Kelly? Of course. 
That's my point. Of course, but no, would no the damage, of good would the damage have been done in three and four hours? Sure. Uh, he took that girl, the one I, who I don't was think, at I the think, hotel. I think it was more than three or four hours to do the damage because he's doing stuff like, you know, brain, uh, allegedly. Well, it seems like there were girls guys. he was having sex with and there were girls that he was like in relationship living with. That's, those are two, there's two different levels to it. I think if R. Kelly has sex with 20 underage girls, those were not all girls that lived in his yeah, house. He's and, got girls, he's got girls. Peeing in buckets and shitting in buckets. But those, I think those are like uh, you, the next level hours, up of girls. you going to be shitting in the bucket? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that those girls that were living with him, like, those girls left their families to live with him. I think that's different. Yeah, I think that's different than the girls that he might have picked up, slept with, and dropped back off. That's all I'm saying. Where are those girls at, though? They're out there, too. Not all of those girls that were on the video were, like, girls that got flown up. I mean, on the documentary were girls that got, like, I only saw like five stuff. or six girls in the video, and they made it seem like it was a lot more serious than just being picked up and having sex with. They like they had a relationship. It was like you know he had him in a room for days. He wasn't feeding them. I guess them. they did highlight some some of the more serious. I didn't ones. Really I guess I just see assumed anybody that there step was forward and ones. say that they were casual. Like yeah, True. I met him one night, and there's like one Spanish girl who said she met him one night. But then no, there was but a he used to take her to that, that hotel and leave yeah, her in a hotel. Foster, there was a relationship there. Though, I so. guess I guess I just assumed that this wasn't. It, like that there was a lot more and these were the most serious of them. I don't know why I had that perception. I assume that these were the most serious I, I, I would, of them. Because the way that they make it sound, forward. if he's at McDonald's every day picking up girls, like, we only saw six girls. I assumed that these were the worst of the six. I assume that there's probably I'm young sure there's probably ladies more all around just, Chicago yeah. who have had sex with R. Kelly. Yeah, but in light of all of these documentaries and stuff, you think they would have stepped forward? More than likely. They might be embarrassed. If I'm 30 years old now, and when I and 15 years ago, I slept with R. Kelly, I don't know that I'm coming forward to say that now. I don't. I think they would. For what? Like, me personally, say it was me. They go on Lifetime, and now say they write a book. Say it was me. Like, why paid. would I? I have a career. I got things going on. I can tell you for a fact that I'm most likely not going to say uh, anything. Well, yeah, maybe not if you guess you, you've made something of yourself. But if he's as bad as they say they are, I'm sure they are a bunch of, and they did a low self-esteem and, you know, girls with no Bad context and stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like these girls, I don't know, maybe they're not in the best of places now. Who knows? I don't know. But Anyways, that's a that's an ongoing thing. I'm sure we're going to talk about this again because that interview I was re- the worst idea. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, that's fine too. I don't want to talk about R. Kelly But anymore. no, I did have a good sight. I, I was thinking about that in terms of this um shooting that you were telling me about earlier. This mentally, maybe you should tell the story. You know more than I do. Well, I mean, it was a it was a patient, it was a uh, person who was knocking on the door, and the people called the cops on him and said he was mentally. I don't know if he was disturbed or whatnot. Something was wrong with him. He was saying he had a gun. Cops get there. He said he had a gun. He didn't have a gun, but he made it seem like he had a gun. Pulled out his wallet, simulated it as if it was a gun, and he got shot by the police. And the community was in outrage, or you know, upset about it, but. You look at the video, and, and I've talked to plenty of people, and you look at the video, and based on the context, you got a guy saying, you got a gun, the callers, the people who call, the people who call 911 on him saying he said he had a gun, or he, he might have a gun, and you get there as a cop, and you're like, oh, he's saying he has a gun, and he makes it seem like he has one, and simulates one, you're probably going to shoot him too. So, I mean, the cops are fine. They're not in trouble or anything like that, but my my question is... Or you had a you 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 wanted to segue into I had this, two, but I had two questions. The first one that relates to R. Kelly is kind of what is society supposed to do with adults who are a harm 
to other people, but they feel competent enough to function in their lives. Well, a lot of times, if you they can't don't, make if they, people no. commit themselves, you can't make them seek treatment, make them take medicine. You can't make people do stuff. So, what is the role? Like, how do you deal with people like that? I think R. Kelly either needs, either needs to be in jail or institutionalized. But you can't make him. That guy who got shot, he's out here waving a gun. He's bipolar or whatever he may be. What do you do with people that just? And maybe this is a false equivalency, but what do you do with people who are just? Well, they become obviously society's problem, and yeah. the. The prob- the real problem is that again, you can't commit these people on without their own you know without them voluntarily going to a institution or whatever, and they're probably on that borderline of being functional where they can you know walk to the train right. get on the train, go to work, hold some you know menial job, whether it's you know some low requirements or whatever, you know come home, you know hang out with their friends. Do whatever as long as they stay on their meds. But the day they forget their meds or they lose their pills or the prescription stops, they act crazy. And now they're just totally off the wall. So what do you do with these people? I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, but it, it, nine out of ten times it ends up becoming society's problems. The society, I mean, the public, the police. Because when, whenever people can't handle it, if that's my child or my cousin or my boyfriend or my nephew, whoever it is. And he gets out of control, they call the police. Now, the police get there. They got no history, no background on the person. As far as they know, this is just a person. What if there was a, like, men... Like, you know how you guys have task forces? What if you were able to deploy in each borough someone, like... You flagged people, basically. Like, this is a call for straight crime. Somebody got robbed, simple, cut and dry. Somehow there was like a flag applied to call-ins that dealt with mental disabilities. How would they know? Whether they be homeless. When people call in, it sounds like they know. Like he might be mentally disturbed or something. It's not going to be a. It's not going to be a hundred percent. They have that. It's not going to be foolproof. But what if there's a certain flag that's attached to that call that deploys a special unit that's trained to deal with mentally disabled people? We're all trained. Everybody's trained. How are you trained? What's your training to deal with mentally disabled people? It I'm depends. talking about psychological training well, because I, mean, I believe that there are people have, who can talk. You're talking to about people. a you're talking about a psychologist. But that, is that, there any way that you, I'm I'm just asking? But is there any way nah, that I cops could receive a degree that they could be a special unit like there's crowd control? Well, they have. You're specialized in dealing with crowds and the chaos and the science of crowds. Can't there be cops that are specialized in dealing with mental disabilities such that maybe people don't have to get shot? as a result of their disability. I'm not saying that cop was wrong. He did what he had to do to protect himself when he thought he was in harm. I'm just saying, is there a, a special unit to be created that maybe no, can, those so. situations can go differently? I don't think so, because I don't think, one, one you don't have enough cops. Two, there's not enough money to tra- give everybody a degree in And psychology. that person is still in danger. That therapist cop is still in danger in that, that scenario. That too. Exactly. Even if yeah, you are trained, you, you roll up on the scene, he, he's still danger. in the same amount of danger as anybody else. I mean, the, the therapy, you're talking about therapy. I'm, the therapy I'm, like, comes I'm thinking in, about the movies where they're like, hey, 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 yeah. don't do this, buddy. No, that's 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 movies. The, the, the <laughs> thing is, the therapy comes in after the situation is diffused. Once the situation is, if the situation is hostile and I'm in a hallway and you're telling me you got a gun and you're making it seem like you got a gun and you're in your pocket and stuff like that, there's no... There, there's no, there's no talking it out. It's, at right. that point, it's, it's all a, yeah. me or you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It if is, you acting it crazy, it's gonna be you. Yeah. <laughs> so, at that point, you the, the 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 real issue is after the fact. Now, what happens to the guy afterwards? 
Do they keep him on his medicine? Do they keep him under house arrest? Do they make his parents have to go with him everywhere? That all lasts for a few months, and then back, then he's back to normal. And then uh, two years from now, they have the same incident, and the media will pull up his uh, past history and be like, oh, he was locked up for this before. He was okay, shot before. so here's an idea also, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to cure this social problem today. I mean, there's no cure. I don't know if there's a cure. I think, I think parents have to mind their children. Whether they're well or not, yeah. whether they're well or not, and, and they I might mean, be binding them their whole lives. Because if you if you're requiring if you if you're relying on the system mm-hmm. and the system being the government, police, social services, and you whatever, you're gonna get what the system gives you. Yeah, you're gonna get that. And these social service systems, the police, EMS, doctors, whoever, they have a job to do, and chances are they're overworked and they have plenty of other jobs to do. So they're not giving your person, they're not dedicating the kind of time that you would you would want just for your child or whoever the patient is. So the cops get there, they they want to make sure everything goes away. They're going to be like, hey, buddy, what's going on? You off your meds? Well, let's go to the hospital. They're going to have EMS come. They're going to take them to the hospital, and they're going to go about their day. And then EMS is going to take them to the hospital. EMS is going to go about their day. The doctor's going to see him. Hey, what's wrong, buddy? They're going to refer him to a psychiatrist. Doctor's going to go about his day. Psychiatrist is going to see him. Psychiatrist is going to say, hey, you need to do this. We need to up your medicine. You need to do this. Psychiatrist is going to go about his day. And who is the fallback on at the end of the day? Yeah, back into the parents' hands. So, huh. you know, the city, the government, anybody other than the parents is not capable of solving these people's problems. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know. It's tough. But I, I like to keep thinking about that a little more because that's the... That, there has to be something. There has to be something. But not today. We'll, we won't be figuring it out today. Definitely. Def- definitely not in this podcast. So. Kylie Jenner is the first billionaire at 21. You think uh, those lip kits are just phenomenal? Or you think it's because she's Kylie Jenner? I think it's because she's Kylie Jenner. Why? Like, well, it's a whole new era right now. You got these teenagers, these teeny boppers. If you're anywhere from the age of 12, probably even younger than that. Probably like a 10 or 11, 12 to like 16 which is millions and millions and millions of little girls all over the world and you got Instagram social media and you see Kylie Jenner and you see how she looks and actually you know what you could probably even go older than 16 you could probably go up to 18 19 20 for those lip kits you could go up to 40 okay there you go whatever I'm I'm just going based on what I was thinking but so you got these people out here and Kylie Jenner has a name uh, behind her behind, with the Kardashians and stuff so she got millions and millions of followers she, all she does is say jump and millions of people jump so you don't you not you don't think it's uh you're not you don't think she's creating an excellent I don't think product. she has any talent okay. there's no talent there when you say self-made billionaire self-made millionaire yeah, you like have to create Mark, something Mark, Mark Zuckerberg Bill Gates you know people who created something Microsoft Google Facebook Twitter, you know, Reddit, whatever it is you created, that you, you, you changed society. And I'm not taking anything away from her. She capitalized on what she had. Right. <laughs> you know I think saying? that's the fair point to make. Like She she capitalized on what her, her talent, her skill was. Yeah. And that was just her them, name. Yeah, like, like she's, if, if it was this easy, like, I give her some credit. Because they all have the name, they all have the ability to have the look. She's the only billionaire. So, so, so it's a fact now that she has more money than Kim? I don't know, but that is what I heard. Just off of these lip kits. 
Or I think she has more than is she a getting, lip like, kit at influencer this point, but... money off of Instagram and stuff. Well, yeah, like of that. course she's getting that. I think what what, did, what was the last number I heard? I know she was getting Some like two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars a post. Getting my like yearly salary. I don't mean two fifty, but I mean you like, know two year making... bi yearly. Salary. Yeah, I'm like damn, that's like uh, <laughs> imagine more getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars just for like saying something on Instagram. What? That's crazy. I mean, if you give me $2.50 for everything I say, I'd be happy. Man, that's just nuts. So, again, hats off to her. Because <laughs> if you're getting that kind of money, but again, she's only getting that money because of her name and her, her, who, she, that who she's aligned with. In very large part. Because like I said, the rest of her siblings ain't doing it. So there is something about her that makes this I think Kim, and, Kim and all of them are getting money based on what they They're post. They're not getting billionaire money. I mean, I feel like Chloe's jeans are not making billions. Kim's perfumes are not making billions. There is something unique to what Kylie's doing. Because she she appeals to that teeny bopper market. Perhaps, but there is something unique about her. It's not just the name, because all five of them have the name. But her name is not even Kardashian. That's the thing. Well, you know, the the Kardashian-Jenner brand, she's under it. I don't know. I, I I feel as if anybody in her position should be able to capitalize on that also. If my name was Alex Walton and I was third in line in the Walmart family and I had millions and millions of dollars and I was able to buy stuff and live a lavish lifestyle and generate a whole bunch of followers and stuff and I got my followers You should up be to, a billionaire. It's kind of how I feel. That's like, what I'm if saying. If you have any right? type of ingenuity, you should but make something even, out no, of it's this. Not, it's not even ingenuity. It's just you have any type of access and privilege because if my last name was... say, Let's just say I was... Bill and Melinda Gates' kid, right? Shout out to Bill and Melinda. If I, if I was their kid... They pay all my bills. And I was... uh, I'm I'm 24 years old. I, I got a job at Microsoft because my dad is the CEO. I got millions of dollars because my dad has millions of dollars. But I he also put me in a position to make millions of dollars. And now I'm living a luxurious life. You know, flying around the world, taking trips, and people follow me because they know my dad's name, so they just start following me. And what I'm doing is cool. I'm, I'm like doing cool stuff. I'm traveling to crazy places, eating crazy foods, and doing all kind of stuff. So now I got two, three, four million followers or whatever. I think Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner probably has like a hundred million followers. Yeah, she has plenty. I think I think Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez are like still leading the way on followers, like oh, hundreds of millions of followers. Either way, I got that kind of followers where. I'm an influencer now, and now people are paying me hundred grand, two hundred grand to make a post. You know, it's easy for me to become a billionaire if I just posting stuff. Or and then I come out with a product like, oh, you know what? I love to cook, so I came out with a line of pots and pans, like Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, I mean, it's all. I, that's just, how that's how rich that's how the rich stay you rich. You just need to be popular nowadays. That's all it is. And if you're no popular, talent. you can sell anything. You just have to pick, just place your finger on the thing you want to sell. And if you're popular, the people with talent align themselves with you. Right. So right. 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 I, it's like people putting out these books. Everyone once they make it to a certain level, they put out a memoir written by someone else. Nobody in, cares in large what you part. have to say. You didn't no, it's not even that. It's like they don't write these things. This is a marketing thing. You're popular and people care about you right now. You see a Mindy Kaling book. You see... all. Everyone comes out with a memoir when they get famous. Ghost written. Nobody's writing these books themselves. Yeah. So, like Chrissy Teigen. I, I, or not Chrissy Teigen, but say I, uh, I'm i popular. I like to cook. I come out with a show like Steph Curry's wife. Like Tiara, uh, Tia Mori or whatever. They got mm-hmm, these shows on the cooking mm-hmm. channel. And now, Calphalon or... Um, right, you know whatever. What's the, what's the what's the Dutch pot company that everybody? The Crusette. The Crusette. Say, do we want to sponsor you? 
Now I'm getting money from them. Like they, they're aligning themselves with me because I'm a popular name. So it's not like I have anything special to offer. I don't have any talent. I just like to cook, and now they want to align themselves with me. So self-made millionaire, hmm. I, I guess she kind of defines the term. I guess peace and power to you. Well, you know, I don't know. Speaking about other rich white women, Kanye West is <laughs> you out here. Kim, are you calling Kanye West? He a Kim, is a rich out white here woman? with these Sunday services. Listen, his album's gonna be fire. Yo, if this is the next <laughs> album, I'm going to have to secretly listen to this in my secretly, closet. I'm pumping it from my. No. I'm, I'm letting it ring from the church tower. I won't. I shan't. <laughs> yeah, well, me and Kanye are not on good terms yet, but he's gonna have to renounce Donald Trump. I'm sorry. He will never. Well, we, we I'm never gonna bump your car, bump your music. Listen, we'll bump it, in it could be ninety degrees. I'm not rolling down my windows, and like we're not. I, I it just I'm, maybe I'm being petty. Maybe you are? I'm mis, maybe I'm being unfair. But Kanye has. I feel like Kanye has disrespected me. I don't feel like I don't take it personal, but I've been following this Kanye Sunday service and I see he got the choir. Uh, 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 he got of, me hyped. <laughs> first of all. I touched on this point a long time ago, maybe not on the podcast, but with people who know me, that any singer who puts like a choir in their songs, like Sam Smith. I was just thinking about <laughs> Sam Smith. Oh or my God. Any, any, the best any, gospel singer any, ever. Any gospel choir <laughs> or harmonious group of people singing in it the background. True. It's it's, a, it's moving. It's instantaneously a hit. Jesus it's walks. It's moving. Like, you hear a choir, it's like something in your soul stirs. Exactly. And Sam Smith is great at that. I, first of all, Sam Smith is one of my favorite artists. He is lovely. Of all time. He's like the male Adele. I like fun. Fun's I mean, good. There's a bunch of artists out there that have that same... What's up with them? I thought Nate Roos was going uh, solo for a second. He did. He, he he went solo, but he didn't... Uh... Not with an album. He just had that one song with Pink. Yeah. Um, Which I like. But it goes back to like even groups like Queen. Yo, what ever happened to Gautier? They came out with that great not, song. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. never came out again. Well, you know, they were, they were, they were, they weird were cast, so a weird good, cast though. of characters. So. No, they were. Yeah, who knows what they're doing now? They probably strung out something. Who knows? My favorite person to look at got engaged. J-Lo and A-Rod. Really? Well, yeah, J-Lo's my, uh, she's my heart and soul right I think she looks, I think she's one of the best looking women aging like fine wine Better out here. Better than Jada? No. But not better than Jada. Wow. Not eight, she's not aging better than Jada. Very few, like they're neck well, and neck. I think she's older than Jada, isn't she? I don't know, but not many people are aging as well as Jada. Jada's in the upper echelon of Jada's aging. mom still look good. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's messing with Jada on aging, but J Lo looks damn good. Nah, J Lo's legit, and A Rod's legit looks too. Great, like I mean, she always guys, looks so good. It's just like when I look at them, I'm just looking at money, and I'm thinking. You see her lifestyle. leave the gym. You see candidates of her leaving the gym, and you're like, God damn it, she's still bad. God damn it, like you're like, <laughs> how do you never look bad? That is amazing. Yes, yeah, the Puerto Rican, and she's looking scrumptious. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I feel I feel that A-Rod struck gold, but they both doing good for themselves. Cause Diddy wrote on her page a few weeks ago, like, oh, you look great or whatever. Such a beautiful... Like, he said something, trying it. A-Rod posted back, I know, I agree. Like, <laughs> back the F take, up, Take bro. it easy, cowboy. Take it easy. That's my Jones. I wonder who got more money, A-Rod or Diddy? Probably Diddy. Well, I don't know. Baseball, those sports contracts... Yeah, be a lot of money at one time. Yeah, he's getting money from all different angles. And Diddy, yeah, probably Diddy got more money. Yeah. But, but so last in this segment, I'm curious as to why people are using the R. Kelly and Michael Jackson documentaries we to... Even, we didn't even talk about that, to Michael circle, Jackson. Well, we didn't watch it. 
I'm wondering why they're using that to circle back to this argument that people are trying to persecute black men and we're not talking about all of that with Harvey Weinstein. I find this to be very weird. Like, what do you, what do you mute, mean we're not talking about that with Harvey Weinstein? Like, they're saying this mute Harvey Weinstein. We're saying mute because these people are musicians and we're playing their music and we mute music. Harvey Weinstein is a movie producer who you won't even know he's a part of a movie unless you look up the credits. So there is no such thing as muting Harvey Weinstein. Well, there could you could be. be there could, could be because my friend posted online all the stuff Harvey Weinstein was a part of. But mute and it's 300 him? he has hundreds and hundreds of movies that this guy is produced and part of. Some of your some of your favorites. And I get that. But my question is why I don't think the two are similar. I don't. Can you explain it to me? Maybe I'm confused. I, I, I don't think they're similar either. I, mean, I don't Har- understand Harvey why Weinstein, there's ma- why these equivalencies are the, being made. The, well, the, the, the equivalency, the, the reason why the equivalency is not accurate is because Harvey Weinstein is just one part of many components of that a movie. go into building a movie. That's exactly my point. Actors. That's why the mute part doesn't work. Yeah, you got the actors, you got the cameramen, you got the sound people. The, and it, we're supposed to not. Watch, watch a the movie, movie because for, yeah, you're punishing he was a, a lot pro- of people. Like because he was a producer yeah, on it. It doesn't make any sense. If R-, R. Kelly was singing directly into my ears, which is why they say mute him. He's singing directly into my ears about the dumb shit he does. Yeah. So that makes sense. I guess. I guess the um, the issue would be if R. Kelly was like on a joint project with numerous people, or if he was the executive producer. Am I going to listen to Best of Both Worlds, where him and Jay Z are on it? No. Well, then you mute Jay Z also. Okay, and I'm fine with that, but back to your original point, Harvey Weinstein is... Well, why are you fine with that? Because there's only one person you're muting, or two people? I'm not muting Jay-Z, because I listen to Jay-Z elsewhere. I'm muting R. Kelly, and Jay-Z's the innocent... Bias- he's, the, he's the unintended consequence of that. And I'm muting him in that context, because I'll easily well, go play his album. could they say the same thing about the R. Kelly people? I mean, the Harvey Weinstein people? They're the, no. They're the unintended consequence? Well, I, guess, I guess I'm saying, like, how close are you to the product? When I look at a movie... Uh, the There's very is few. Probably the most important, one of the most important people. He's paying for the whole thing. But that's exact. That's actually to my point. What the content of what I'm watching, I don't feel it that it's necessarily reflective. He's not like the artistic director or anything like that. I don't feel like by watching those movies, I am therefore endorsing the beliefs of Harvey Weinstein or supporting Harvey Weinstein. Like I, I don't know. Like I am supporting him in some respect by watching the movie, but it doesn't feel as direct as like listening to an R. Kelly song or going well, to not. an R. Kelly concert. It just doesn't, and it, I'm not doing my best at articulating it. But something feels very different. I'm, I, well, I don't understand why people are R. Kelly this. as a music artist is your song, your album. It's you, right? You're, That's my point. It's not you're a movie producer. It's not necessarily just you. You're 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 a piece in the chain. You you you're a link in the chain. If Harvey Weinstein was making movies about harassing women, I'd see what they're saying. If all his movies somehow we just find out down the line, like, wait, he's been talking about this and promoting this subliminally, and he's you know blah blah blah, and all his movies have these like misogynistic undertones and stuff like that. If you gotta bring me a case like that, okay, maybe. No but that's not even how movies work. But all right, so here's an example. Roseanne Barr made those comments. They canceled the whole show. She's yeah. one actress on a show with, you know. But she's ten the lead actress, act- and the show is named after her. So, but there's a lot of people who suffered losing money 
And 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 that's and that's messed up. And they should curse Roseanne out whenever they see her. All right. So then, if you mute Harvey Weinstein, shouldn't the actors who losing out on money curse him out and do the same thing? I still think he's more removed. He is not. We're not watching Harvey Weinstein parts one through thirty here. We're watching Romeo meets Juliet, a movie about two people in love elsewhere. Like these movies don't have him in them per se. He is not directly related to the content being received is what I say. He's paying for it and he is maybe giving some artistic direction, but the substance, he's not really in control of the substance, so I don't see why if if, if you, you give pay, me a choice pay, if you're paying for it, he's in if control. If you give me a choice to say like you want to go see this movie, well Harvey Weinstein produced it. Will well, I the go problem, see the problem it? is you you won't ask that question. But exactly. That's that's kind of the point. Like why are people getting mad that we're not First of all, I don't even know what his last movie was. Well, the thing is, R. Kelly, for example, R. Kelly's produced a lot of songs for people that we don't even know about. He wrote songs for Michael Jackson. He's wrote songs for, you know, B2K. But I when mean, that documentary came out, people was definitely uh, posting all of his producer credits and all of that stuff trying to get the gun, you know, trying to get him really under the jail. So similar to Harvey Weinstein when people are posting all his movies. That he's I get I get where people are going. I just don't think it's a great. I don't think it's a a good point. Like I don't I don't think it's equivalent. And I think Harvey Weinstein has met has, is paying his restitution. He's not making movies anymore. He had to sell his company. He's not gonna work again like that. He has his money and he might be comfortable, but he's not going without impunity. Like people are acting like he's out here just doing his same old thing. Like he went to court. He sued. He's like he's he's been punished more than R. Kelly has. Has he? He had to sell his company, and he's not making movies anymore. R. Kelly is out here still recording, still yeah, doing I concerts. About, I don't know about all of that for R. Kelly anymore. I mean, he's broke, so I don't know how much of anything he's, he's still doing. in jail, but he's he couldn't afford bail. He's still doing concerts, though. He couldn't afford bail, so he's I still in jail. That, but I don't know who's going to his concert. I don't think anybody's showing up at his concert. But what I'm saying is that R. Kelly's paying to a certain extent, but so is Harvey Weinstein. He's in court. You know, like, he's... I don't, I don't know why we're... Trying to say what? Like I'm not here to cape for R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. If they if they wrong, they wrong. And Harvey Weinstein is wrong too. Cancel all of them. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I think they all need to be canceled. But I I don't. I mean I don't. It's this is such a topic that every day more and more comes out. Yeah, it's so exhausting. I can't put so much energy into it because I don't want to sound like somebody who doesn't care about the victims, but because I, I do. But I don't care that much about R. Kelly or any of them. You know what I mean? Just send them to jail if they're guilty. Right, right, right. I'm tired of talking <laughs> yeah. about this. Like, we've That's known enough. for 20, for, for at least 10 years. If you want to listen to his music, go ahead. But if he's guilty, send him to jail. Hmm. I wish every person he's uh, molested or whatever, just come forward. All, everybody come at once. Let's <laughs> file a big suit, lock and him up, and move on, on with our lives. That's exactly it. So, you know. Alright. Next segment. Mm, let me get some. Mm, let me get some. So my you wife just ate well. finally burr, 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 burr. Finally it's I, delicious. I, I I love chicken pot pie. As do I. And I finally my wife makes a good chicken pot pie and I I've, I've been asking her to make me one for months, months and months and months. So she, she made finally us all one. Made us one. And it was good. I went to Sweet Chick for brunch and they had 
uh, chicken pot pie on the special board. And I really took a second and thought about it because I really have been craving chicken pot pie. And the gods blessed me today because I came over and what was being made but a chicken pot pie. That's the, uh, I, I mean, I like, honestly, I like the Marie Callender's joints. The frozen not drinks. bad. You know what? They have a lot of sodium. I know. That's why I don't get crazy, it. Crazy, crazy yeah, sodium. Because yeah, I like picked it. up one today in my gluttonous mood. Not today. I picked up one one day in a gluttonous mood. And I was like, oh, you can't do this. I, I love those things. And they you the put banquet. them in a toaster oven. And you put that joint in a toaster oven. You thinking of the banquets. Because that's what we had growing up. The little. In the little foil joint. That's banquet. In, oh, I thought it was a Marie The Marie Callender's is like a bigger one. Well, they make a bigger one and a smaller one. I probably I'm an adult now. I so, probably need a big joint. I used to get the little individual joint put in a toast oven. It take like thirty minutes, but it was yeah, that was wet. like gourmet because it took so long. Like that was not was like, French I, toast I sticks. That wasn't cinnamon. <laughs> I cooked this. Toast crunch. Hard like, labor to make this thing. Thirty whole minutes for a kid. But I love those things. But this, I you read the ingredients. It's like fifty percent saturated fat and five hundred and fifty milligrams of sodium. So. It's not You'll good die. For you. Basically, it's yeah. hypertension in a pie. Yeah, but you know, maybe once a year you'd be all right with it. Yeah, I think I think I think like that often. Like it's time to time to get that ridiculously unhealthy thing I like to do I'm gonna, sometimes. I'm gonna Google a low sodium one. Maybe they have a low sodium one in the stores. You mean? Or Amazon or wherever I can get it from. Oh, that's right. I don't know. What else you had this week? Hot you've been honey. ranting and raving about this daggone hot. Listen, honey. Mike's hot honey. I randomly bought it at um, Whole Foods the other day. And I think I've put it on everything I've eaten since. It is honey. She went the whole bottle in two days. No, I didn't. The bottle is still mostly full. But it is honey with cayenne in it. So honey with a kick and an aftertaste. I've had it so far on... I made this Hawaiian chicken the other day, which is like with a pineapple soy sauce marinade. It's quite tasty, but even tastier with the hot honey on it. It gives it like a sweet spicy goodness to it. I put it on pizza. I put it on eggs. We just put it in that pot pie. <laughs> and, I did not. Me and Teresa, me and uh, his wife put it in our pot pies. It just tastes good and everything. I just put it on some fried chicken you made earlier. I had it on pizza again today. Like I had it on my Caesar salad because if you remember when I went to Zurily, I was really impressed that they had that Caesar honey dressing. Mm. So... I am team hot honey. I think I might have to leave that at your house because I'm clearly out of control. Uh, I, f- I feel like when I was in uh, Tennessee, they had something like that. It was like a sweet hot sauce. I'm th- that, that sounds about right for Tennessee. They have that special hot fried chicken and Yeah, they had like that stuff. honey hot sauce on it. And it was it was pretty good, actually. And they, uh, if you, uh, no, oh, that's a good idea. Huh. Yeah, I'm glad we're in this segment. You put that honey with some butter and some co- a little more hot sauce. Make a wing a wing sauce for that. That you could toss in there. You don't think so? She's looking at me like, man, I don't think so. All right. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just wondering, like, is there an added value to? You can't just toss the wings versus, in that honey. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Are you gonna? It, I feel like the, the the good thing about the hot honey is drizzling it on something and tasting it in isolation mm. for what it adds to the dish. I feel like once you start mixing it in a whole bunch of things, like... You lose the cayenne honey. Yeah, topic. like you're not getting cayenne. Like it might be in there, but 
what's the difference between that and just pouring honey in your mix for With cayenne pepper? Yeah. yeah, like like I feel like it's it's value is in the fact that you can squeeze this thing on your pizza as a topping. I think it it works best as a topping. Well, make the wings and then drizzle it over. Yes, fry some wings. And drizzle some hot honey over it. Now I'm with you. But you still need some seasoning. I no, fry your wings. Season your wings. Do it all. And then, as a finishing step, pour some hot honey on it. Now we're talking. Because hmm. now the hot honey's not getting lost. Hmm. So what else did you make this week? Uh, I made butter steak. Butter steak. So I bought a ribeye. Seasoned it up good. More than I usually would for a steak. But then you sear it. And then you put a gang of butter in the pot. That's funny. And I we, sliced it. We really must be uh, siblings because I did the same exact thing this week. Shut up. Same exact thing. I bought these three, these four thick ribeye steaks. That's funny. Well, actually, they weren't ribeyes. They were skirt, uh, strip steaks. And I seared both sides in a hot, hot cast iron spaghetti. And then I put it in the oven, and I dropped like a half a stick of butter with garlic. And I just kept tossing it over the, over the steak. And then I sliced it up in the strips. Man. It was delicious. I gave it to the I had some. Gave it to the kids. They were like, oh, my God, Daddy, that steak was so good. Yeah, so, mine is good, too. I'm about to take the rest for lunch tomorrow. It was really good. Yeah, I, I, I did my thing with the steak I had the other day. So I'm not eating pork for Lent, and I'm I'm doing okay with it. That looks good. He just showed me a picture of his steak. It does look good. Yeah. Oh, you got yours better rare than mine. Mm-hmm. I got mine uh, cooked a little too much, but that's uh, beautiful. You ever used that sous vide I bought you? No. I still haven't used it Can yet. Can you? It's only like three Christmases ago I got it. I have, you, have you been taking it out the box? I did take it out the box, and I was going to use Sheesh. it one week. And... I'm going to just come over here and covertly take it. Uh, you know what? It, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just haven't you had the time to use it yet. That, it's you good for really, stuff like that. It is, but I mean, I have so many cast iron pans. That I threw it in there, the one with the grates, and in the hot oven and the broiler with some garlic, and the garlic was sweet and buttery. Oof. Yeah, that sounds that good. Nice. And all you need is that Montreal steak seasoning. But. Yeah, that's what I would usually use. But yeah, I'm actually I'm, I'm doing okay with the no pork. Also, I don't miss it tremendously. You don't miss. It's the only pork. been a week though. Yeah, so see me next week and see what. It's you're not even about. been a week. What has it been? Three days. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I gave up the I gave up the carbs, so I, I I couldn't do the alcohol. So you gave up the pork. I hope you can stick to it. Yeah. No, I'll definitely stick to it. It's just going to be how much do I suffer behind it. I think I'll do okay. So, well, guys, listen. We uh, thank you guys for listening. We're approaching that hour. We don't want to keep you guys any longer. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk uh, some big ideas. We got a few ideas lined up. Let yeah. us know if you have anything in mind. We got some big ideas this week, but we're going to save them for next week. We want to respect ready. your time. Yeah, we don't want you out here. We don't want to be ear gouging you all night. So thank you for listening. We love you Follow guys. Follow us on SiblingSauce.com, um, SiblingSauce.com, at SiblingSauce on Instagram, um, and wherever else you get your podcast from, because we're pretty much on every source right now. So we out here. Just listen to us, all right? Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.